Today's episode contains an emergency alert attention signal. There is no emergency unless you're a Fox O&O. This podcast is not cleared for broadcast on radio, television, or cable. That's also because of the jam jingles like this one. The FCC has announced the groups of mutually exclusive applications for the non-commercial FM filing window. And what the heck was Fox even thinking? R-E-C, FCC Today, This is FCC Today, the podcast for Tuesday, November 30, 2021. The audio division has released a list of 883 applications in 231 groups that are mutually exclusive with each other. The FCC has opened a settlement window for MX applicants to either reach settlement agreements or make unilateral modification applications to remove themselves from their respective MX groups. NCE applicants will have until January 28, 2022, in order to file their settlements or make technical amendments. After then, the FCC will start their comparative review process that looks first at tribal applicants and competing applications that propose service in areas not currently served by any broadcast radio service. Then the FCC will consider applications that will place a first or second non-commercial educational service over populations of 2,000 persons or more, and then, if necessary, apply a point system that looks at local established presence, ownership diversity, and coverage area. Tiebreakers will be based on the applicant's current authorizations, the number of pending applications, and whether the applicant lost in the comparative review process of a previous NCE filing window. The REC window tracking tool is at recnet.com slash window. And it has been updated with the new FCC-assigned MX groups. Some groups have had changes from their original REC predictions and were in the process of forecasting potential new winners. Again, the website for the window tracking system is recnet.com slash window. You can also find historical data from the 2013 LPFM filing window on that system. Things still continue to move forward for a potential LPFM filing window sometime after the conclusion of the NCE window process. We are still projecting that this window will take place in mid or late 2022. More information, including a show of interest process, will eventually be posted at recnet.com as we get closer to the window. It appears that a mega dinger will soon be in the works for Fox as last weekend football fans were treated to this. And again, this is not an emergency. This is a Fox NFL emergency alert. Attention, NFC East teams and fans. The Philadelphia Eagles are back. This is a warning. If you or someone you love is a fan of the New York Giants, the Dallas Cowboys, or the Washington football team, you may be in big trouble. You may have thought the Eagles weren't going to be in the playoff mix at the start of the year, but you were mistaken. They're back big time and capable of the following. Running the ball, throwing the ball, stopping the run, winning the game, winning the division, going to the Super Bowl, Hurting your feelings. Eagles fans being as obnoxious as ever. If any of these worry you, please call 1-359-324-5359. That's one fly, Eagle fly. This has been a Fox NFL emergency alert. We got a few Eagles fans out here. They're not that obnoxious. Again, this is not an emergency. 
That message was allegedly aired during the Fox NFL pregame show on Sunday, November 28. The image, which was in a 4-3 aspect ratio, included scrolling text, referral to a telephone number in an unassigned area code, and reference to a website. The website on the message was directed towards content that was supportive of former U.S. President Donald Trump. According to reports, the domain name was registered earlier in the day. The FCC takes the transmission of the elements of EAS, including the frequency shift keying, header tones, and the attention signal very carefully. EAS elements used for commercial or entertainment purposes can lead to alert fatigue, whereby the public gets desensitized to the alerts. In August, the FCC proposed a $20,000 forfeiture against ESPN for the unauthorized use of the attention signal during the program 3430 Roll Tide War Eagle. At the Com Law Center blog, Scott Flick states that since it was a live broadcast, it would be difficult for an affiliate to move quickly enough to delete the tone before it is aired. In the past, the FCC has focused inquiries involving network programming on the network's owned and operated stations rather than on the network affiliates. The FCC only permits EAS elements to be used in actual emergencies, authorized tests of the EAS, and qualified public service announcements. For more information, please see Section 11.45 of the FCC rules. The FCC has announced comment and reply comment dates for MB Docket 21-422, which deals with a proposal by the antenna industry to allow for computer-based modeling of FM directional antennas in lieu of a proof-of-performance requirement. Comments will be accepted through December 30, with reply comments due on January 14. At the request of the wireless and Internet industry and with the blessing of the National Association of Broadcasters, the FCC has extended the comment and reply comment dates in the resilient networks proceeding, PS Docket 21-346. This proceeding deals with emergency preparedness for infrastructure providers, including wireless carriers, cable systems, and broadcasters. With the granted 10-day extension, comments will be now due on December 16, and reply comments will be due on January 14. Full-service broadcast stations are reminded that the deadline for filing biennial ownership reports is December 1st. In addition, radio broadcast renewal applications for Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut, as well as television broadcast renewal applications for Colorado, Minnesota, Montana, North Dakota, and South Dakota are also due on December 1st. During the holiday season, FCC Today, the podcast is released as news happens. You can contact FCC Today, the podcast, at our email address, fcctoday at recnet.com. You can also call our comment line. We'd love to hear your opinions on FCC issues, and perhaps maybe we'll put your comments on the podcast. Call or text area code 202 Nine six three zero eight five two. That's two zero two nine six three zero eight five two. This has been a production of REC Networks. More information at recnet.com. I'm Michelle Bradley, SPE certified broadcast technologist. Thanks for listening and stay safe. REC. REC.